All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That's Jake Vevra, comedian based in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, Midwest comedian uh, stationed out of Iowa for uh, reasons that are uh, depressing. Eh, not depressing. I, I met a girl, and we got married, and it's all good. Uh, Jake, as we were getting ready to log in, I made a discovery. Um, yeah. I was logging into my email. I'll tell you why in a second. Uh, I, got, I had a notification. Uh, I, are you on Tumblr? No. No, I'm not. I, I, I post shit everywhere, not just Facebook and Twitter, but Tumblr and Pinterest and a couple of, you know, wherever there's a place to post, I just post our podcast and other things. Uh, my notification was, Rough Gay Sex is now following you on Tumblr. I got a new follower, Jake. It's Rough Gay Sex. Really? Yeah. Rough well, Gay Sex y- is following me. I'm being followed by his cousin on, on Instagram, um, passionate heterosexual handjob. And to tell you the truth, not that interesting. <laughs> no? I'm clicking his right now, uh, Rough Gay Sex. Oh, it's a, it's a spam. It sends me to a link where there's a woman uh, riding a cock. You will see nude photos. Please Wait, be discreet. a woman riding a cock? Yeah. So it was really uh, yeah. That's a that's, she's that's, on top. Yeah, wait so a it, it really was just sort of um, uh, gentle heterosexual uh, <laughs> woman empowering sex. So what I have clicked is nqnrw.lovenights.net and then a bunch of shit. This is not a dating site. There are 478 horny sluts within 10 miles of you. These women are only looking for casual sexual encounters. You're lucky at the moment registration for men is open for another 3 minutes and 19, 18, 17, 16 seconds. There's a countdown clock. We uh, would like- dude, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? There's 478 of them. Uh, that sounds like not only a lot, but a very specific number. I think they did research. Here's the problem. This is based on census. There, there, there are two steps to get into this. We would like to ask, we would like you to answer several simple questions in order to see if there are any matches for you on our exclusive website. So that's that's a head. Can you opt for like two or three difficult, difficult ones? Well, <laughs> but here's here's the difficult one right up front. Are you over eighteen? Yes or no? I'm not sure which one I should click. I don't want to click this just because it's probably going to have a bunch of shit that'll load. Like not. Uh, Oh, you click leave, and it says, "Are you? Would you sure you want to leave site?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I uh, I don't want to click that because I, you know, you have to download yeah, something virus. to get. Yeah, nah, yeah. you have to download it to get a virus. But you're you're still just playing Russian roulette when you click sites like that. I'm I'm not even happy that it's on my uh, thing. Um, the reason I was checking my email is because I hate humanity, Jake. Uh, I used to do a joke about this. I'm not going to do the joke here. Um, if if you really want to hate humanity, what you do is you try and give something for, away for free on Craigslist because then you run into the stupidest of the stupid people. And yeah. my wife wanted a new mattress, so we bought one of those online mattresses, Tuft and Needle. We were looking at purple and like there there are a ton of online mattress sellers. The mattress we bought eight years ago was three thousand goddamn dollars. It was like a Sealy Posture Pedic or one of those name brands. Uh, this one was about a thousand. It's like the newest, most modern. So you're already saving two thousand dollars because of technology and upgrades. So anyway, we have this this great mattress. Uh, we want I wanted to get rid of. So I took a picture, posted it on Craigslist. Got ten responses. I want your mattress, dude. My house flooded. I need a mattress. Hey, my my daughter's coming home from college for the summer. We need a mattress. I just start po- like, okay, first in line, it's yours. Can you come get it? Don't hear anything back. All right, uh, first person flaked out. Do you want it? Absolutely, yes. I can come tomorrow. They never show up. Go to the third. Per- 
All these fucking people respond and say they want free shit, and then when you ask them to actually get the, you, they disappear. Like, why the fuck do you respond in the first place? Ten. Ten for ten I've struck out on. Wow. That's crazy, man. You'd think of it. Wait. I get I get one or two out of ten because I, I, I really do think with something that big, people aren't necessarily, you know, really doing the math on, oh, I can't just take the subway there. And grab the mattress. Like I gotta, I gotta find a fucking truck or something. Right. You know, but that was, go ahead. You'd think one out of ten of them would have uh, would have known that. I mean, the the one that I really thought was going to get it works at the university hospital because when she responded, it was a professional email and her name and her work number and all the shit was in. She was the one that said, my basement flooded, my mattress was on the floor, I need a new mattress, oh my sure. gosh, I'm so... And she, when she wrote back, she said, yes, I'm contacting my dad right now, uh, we're going to get his truck, we're going to come get it. And, and I said, no worries, uh, you know, if you can't get it Friday, just hit me back, I'll be around Saturday and Sunday. So it's like you've got this three-day window, and you don't show up on Friday, or it's not going to work out. Why not just email and say, hey, didn't work out. I can come tomorrow, or I can come Sunday, or didn't work out, uh, found a new mattress. I mean, that they all disappear. Weird. Wow. Yeah. Out, out of 10, that's, that's, 10 that's, that's 10. pretty rough, man. If any of you are listening right now, just go get the mattress. You've upset the man. <laughs> Get the mattress. You know you need a mattress. I'm not sure what I'm more upset by. The fact that rough gay sex had uh, showed me heterosexual sex. Like Who I said, it was him? a woman you know riding a cock. rough gay sex needs a new mattress. He goes through a lot of them. <laughs> I sh- maybe that's... Oh, I should write rough gay sex back and say I have a free mattress. God damn it, I already deleted it. Maybe I can find him on Tumblr. But uh, that's right. Rough gay sex probably does go through a lot of mattresses. He does. He does. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't need the nice ones, though. You know, he's not fancy. Well, this one is used, so it's it's nice adjacent. It's it's nice, but it's Fair it's enough. not new nice. All right, Fair enough. So, Jake, hey, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, speaking of gay sex, man, I, I'm looking at this uh, looking at this article right here. I've just been kind of scrolling through. Elton John condemns Russia for Rocket Man censors. They apparently they played Rocket Man in Russia. But they edited out like the gay sex scenes. Now I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say these gay sex scenes weren't really that graphic because it's in, you, you know what I mean. Like it's probably it's two guys holding hands or embracing or maybe a kiss. But there's know, probably I, some making yeah. out. There's probably you know there's there's a little bit, but there's there's not going to be anything too crazy in this. You no, know? it's a Hollywood movie. They're not showing graphic. They're not even. They're, they're I bet you ten bucks that they probably don't even have like a standard R-rated sex scene with two men where you don't show anything but it's you know them naked in bed together. They probably didn't even go that far cuz yeah, middle America's not going to buy that. Either way, I'm like, "Wait a minute. Here's see here's what I would cuz cuz yeah, he it says he's he's you know came out against like Russia in, in the past for it's, because it does have really homophobic you know government policies, not just oh there's a lot of homophobic Yeah, they're horrible. You, you know, people but Here's the thing. Like, it's a movie about Elton John. You're going to try to hetero up a movie about it. Just don't play a movie about Elton John if you're going to be that homophobic. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, I, 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 I guess in Russia, even though I know they're homophobic, I wouldn't really expect it because not having seen the movie, I am just going off you know, the, the hunch that it's nothing graphic. I would expect that out of uh, you know, the Middle East. You know, Saudi Arabia cuts the shit out of 
Hollywood movies. You know, you take a 90-minute movie and they, they show the 35-minute the, the sure. version of it. <laughs> right, but if you're that homophobic, I'm not shocked that they cut the, the, the gay sex out of, a, out of a movie in homophobia. I'm shocked that they played a movie about it in John in the first place. <laughs> like, what do you... I, I, dude, every outfit I've ever seen is about 98% as two guys blowing each other in a 69 position. You know what I mean? It's just full close-up, no no, no Japanese pixelation going on. You know, you know, like nothing. No blurring out anything. It's everything he has. It's it's bedazzled from head to toe. Are 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 they then? Are, are they are they CGIing flannel shirts and cargo shorts over this guy's like bright glittery uh, suits that are like eighteen different colors each? They what make him. <laughs> they make him look like uh, Seattle in the early nineties. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, grunge. It's, yeah, I'm. I'm not shocked that they censored the, the movie. I'm shocked they're playing a movie about Elton John. Like, how do you how if you're gonna take out everything gay in a movie about Elton John, you're gonna have basically a two minute movie. Like, you have the trailer. That's it. Well, it's probably like if they showed Bohemian and Rhapsody, which I haven't seen, even because as soon as you've said it, it's great. You said it was your favorite movie of last year. I thought it was good. No, it wasn't my favorite of last year, man. It was. It was That's honestly, what you said on the podcast. You called that, it as it your was, favorite. It was one of them. But one that I forgot about when we were listing that until I heard somebody else mention it. I, I forgot. I was like, oh, that was at the beginning of the year. Death of Stalin, man. I completely forgot about it because it was it was beginning of the year. I thought it was the year before. I just wasn't thinking about it. You Isn't know what your I mean? doppelganger because, in that? Who? Your doppelganger? Oh, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's he, what I thought. he plays he plays uh, Dakota Khrushchev. It's fucking hilarious, man. It's it's about uh Stalin dies kind of toward the beginning uh and and it's it's just about the the fighting of his underlings because he died without really a plan uh, for somebody to take over. Because I mean, yeah, they used to have sort of a system in place of like, oh, who's this is who's going to take over if Stalin dies. But he was so paranoid about people taking him out for, for you know to gain his position that he just found reason to have all those people killed. You know, so <laughs> Stalin did like killing people. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, he was fucking great at it. Yeah, and and so it's it's a dark comedy about uh, the people. Underneath Stalin trying to decide what happens to leadership in Russia after it's fucking great, man. Um, but no, I, I really did like Bo, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. It, it was good. It's and I get if people's kind of complaints with it in, in terms of like, oh, it doesn't really go into the beginning of his career that much. But I'm like, yeah, but you gotta kind of expect it to be a little bit of like a Queen music video with a beginning, middle, and end. You know. Like it's it's sort of for people that are really into Queen. It's like an extended music video of their whole career. And that's what I was going to say is it, it, with that. I know in the trailer they showed a couple scenes where he's looking at a guy and he puts a hand, you know, like they, they put a hand on a shoulder, like ooh, something's going to happen. Uh, pretty sure that for a Queen movie they would just like show the Live Aid twenty minutes, like there you go, that's a movie about Queen. <laughs> for in the- right? Yeah, it focused more on the music than uh, than his sex life, but it it really did focus quite a bit on his sex life. For the people that were kind of complaining about that, I I don't know what more they wanted. You know, they, just not in Saudi Arabia is what I'm saying. Is yes, yeah, it's it's more than would be allowed in Saudi Arabia or Russia. Like what? happened in uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia is uh, uh, Brian May and Freddie Mercury meet, and the next thing you know, they're in Wimbledon. End of movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> they record it's, an album. It's, it's just him singing. It, it is literally just music videos pasted together. 
Well, as soon as it starts, I just checked. Uh, I don't have it, but sh- uh, the death of Stalin is streaming on uh, Showtime. I don't have Showtime, but is it? Uh, as soon as it hits HBO or Netflix or Hulu, I will watch it. It's fucking it. great, man. It's it, you know, and it's it's one of those that kind of flew under the radar, and I I completely forgot about it when we were talking about our favorite movies, and I it, that one I loved it. There you go. I don't even remember what the other one I said was now. It was Bohemian Rhapsody is what you said was favorite. No, no, I, I don't I remember any then, of the others. Then one other one. I, I was I, I had it kind of kind of tossed up between two of them. God damn it! I wish I could remember. I'm well. Uh, Google, go back and scan through our episodes until you see a uh, top no, I'm ten not movies taking the of the year. To do that. I, I just I, I know I love Death, Death of Stalin, and I was pissed because I completely fucking forgot about it when we were talking about movies for the from the previous year because I like I watched it in January, you know, or February or whenever it came. It was like the first couple months of the year. Well, speaking of death, let's use that as a segue. Um, the big news all week, I, it's been every single day, and it, maybe it jumps out to me because, uh, first of all, I, the, my, the, the headlines just sort of catch my eye. I've read, I think, four books now. The most famous one was Into, the, uh, uh, Into Thin Air. Uh, Mount Everest has been in the news every day, and I don't know why it is. I oh, have real a, quick, before you go into this, go can ahead. you ever forgive me? That was my other favorite film. That oh was, yeah, 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 you're right. Dude, with, I uh, love that. I, uh, it was fucking great. Uh, I can't think of her name, but Richard Grant and Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, McCarthy. Um, so I've, I've, every so often I'll be in the library and I'll just see a book that says "Ooh, Death on Everest," and I'll just read it. And and I don't know why I I I have a fetish for these books because uh, because they boggle my mind. I would like to do what uh, Mandy Moore did this week. I don't know if you saw she was in the news. She did the hike to base camp, which is like just sort of like hiking on steroids. And at base camp, she took some pictures and says, I'm going home. I would love to do that. I have absolutely zero interest in hiking Mount Everest or climbing to the top. And this week, like, I guess three people now have died. And did you see the picture in the article I sent you? Did you scroll down? It is a goddamn. It looks like a line to see a movie. It no, is no, I didn't. I didn't see the picture. It is people stacked upon. It, it's a line. It is a line. Wow. It is a. It is like a crowded uh, terminal at a at a bus station or at a movie theater or anything. It is. They sh- they have the peak and and then there's this huge line of people all the way down and someone took a picture. And, what the fuck are you doing? Why, when you sure. get up there and you see that and you're like, well, I guess I just wait my turn for three hours because these books I read say that the final 50 to 100 yards takes three hours or something absurd because of the lack of oxygen and the well, you, how weak yeah, you are I, wait, at that I'm point. I'm looking at it now. All these people are going to the top of Everest, huh? Yeah, and, and it's like... If, if it takes you three hours to do the final 50 or 100 yards, and then you have these people stacked upon, at what point do you just turn around? Like, and the funny thing is, is uh, The Onion nailed it. I did not send you that, but The Onion nailed it. It said, uh, turns out Americans don't care when rich people die on Everest. That was the headline. Something like that. America shows a lack of empathy for rich people dying on interest on, on Everest. Something like that. Sure. And yeah. it's because you're paying... Ten, twelve, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. I think the fee to climb is ten or twelve thousand dollars, and then these outfitters charge fifty, sixty for the Sherpa and the equipment and the training and the food. And you're paying all this money to stand in a line on a mountain. I, I 
don't get it. I've and that's what's weird about me. Dude, is, they were so pissed off at me last year when I did it because I snuck in and I just went up the other side of the mountain for free. I got up there, they were like, What the fuck, man? Let me see your wristband. And I was like, I ain't got one. I, I, I climb for free. That's it. That's what it is. You're right. It's it's a line at Disneyland. That's exactly uh-huh. what it is. You fast passed it. I went up the other side of the mountain. They were so pissed off. There are four ways to summit the top uh and this line is obviously on the quote easiest one which is not easy but it's still it's the one that anybody can do and and that's the thing with people dying is anybody can do it you don't need to be a serious mountain climber you should be a serious mountain climber but people can just pay money and the sherpa will carry everything and all you have to do is put one foot in front of the other and eventually die but that's what makes it so I don't get what the thrill is anymore. Like, sure, Sir Ed- Edmund uh, Hillary, you were the first. Yay, you win. Today, it doesn't look like... It's Sure, it's still an accomplishment. You can't really shit on it. But look at that line. It's not as special as it used to be. No, no. When when you're having to sit there going, I wish all these other people making this really hard fucking accomplishment would get out of my way, man. I'm, <laughs> I, I got to piss. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not really that tough. I guess I just don't get it. So people are dying on Everest, and uh, the Onion says Americans don't care. And I, it's the weird. Like I love reading stories, but I would never want to do it. I, I don't understand the fetish. I no, I mean, I like I, I get it. I get why somebody would want to do it. You know, it, it is it is a pretty cool accomplishment. It's it's the fucking highest point in the world. I, you know, I've I've I climbed a mountain in Colorado, and it was fucking great, man. Like it totally made me understand that shit. But. Um, yeah, that being said, it's it's there's definitely people who've been killed in more sad ways, you know. Well, let me let me put it this pain. way: I've done the same thing. I've I've been hiking on mountains in Colorado too, and I get it. I guess if it were regulated, I could understand it. I can't understand this this picture of you climb and then you just stand and wait your turn. If it were groups of ten go up and that's it, you know, then I might understand it better. But this. Is there's well over a hundred people. This is just a long streaming line, and that's that's yeah. what I don't get. Is when you get there and you get to base camp, and it's like, oh, well, there are five hundred people here, all going up at the same time. If it were groups of ten, and maybe they charged more to to make up for the loss of of, of people, it just I I I don't I wouldn't want to just stand on the side of a mountain waiting for my turn. That's why I don't get it, and that's the way it's been for a long time. As long as I yeah. can remember, when I started reading these books, that's why I don't get it anymore. Like, not the the the, the grandeur of it, but the the bullshit of it. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's one of those things where it's like you're paying a lot of money to go do something dangerous. So it's 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 like, yeah, it, it sucks, man. But that's the risk you take. It is, and uh, it does. So uh, another story I thought was interesting that I sent you. Uh, Here's the headline. These Americans fled the country to escape their giant student debt. Um, All right. Student debt is in the news a lot and can't political candidates are talking about. We have to do something about student debt. Given all of the options, uh, this Annie Nova wrote the article, given all of the options you could choose to write an article about student debt, The only reason I pulled this one up and thought we'd talk about it is because of the person they did choose. Um, Just one of those funny things where you have have people that are going to medical school and they get hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt or whatever. So this guy goes to India and the pictures of him riding on an elephant and you start scrolling down 
And they talk about uh, average debt at graduation is around 30, average uh, up from 16,000 in the early 1990s. And uh, like I just said, if you go to become a doctor, they're 200,000. And he's this guy is his student loan debt of about $20,000 isn't as large as the Brit- like, wait, wait, what? 20,000? Right, but yeah. My mortgage is more than that. I bought a house. I'm in more debt than this guy. And he's like, well, I can't get a job. Uh, you know, I, I started working in a factory. So I thought I would go back to school and get my master's. Where is it? God damn it. He went back to school to, sco- to, to pursue a master's degree in comparative literature. And after that, he just moved. And like, well, wait a second. This is one of those things that we make fun of. You're getting a master's degree in comparative literature, and you're wondering why you can't get a job? Uh, let me let me explain something. You have a master's degree in comparative literature. They're, they're, Wall Street's not hiring. Bankers aren't hiring. Lawyers are not You can't get... Yeah, I, you know what I think is going to happen before the, the student loan debt gets repaid? Which, hey, don't get me wrong. For very selfish reasons, I hope that it does. You know, like, I... Yeah. Great, do it. I don't think they will. What I think is going to happen is I think that it's it's going to be a self-correcting kind of thing where I don't think you're going to see a lot of people, you know, 20 years, maybe even 10 years from now, getting degrees in things like art and comparative literature and stuff like that from these, like, you know, right. four-year, six-year, eight-year institutions. You know, I, I think that's going to kind of go the way of... Of the internet, man. I, you know, I. You're always going to have a place for big, expensive colleges for, you know, surgeons and engineers and shit like that. And yeah, you really do need to go to a place where they cram you full of this fucking knowledge like a robot. And many of the people that try really, really hard to do it won't be able to because it's fucking tough. Now, if you're just sitting there uh, smoking weed and reading haikus and calling yourself a literary genius, on the other hand, well, you can do that online for much, much cheaper. And so that's that's kind of the way I think... You're you're going to see the world starting to go with like liberal arts majors and stuff. Well, let's and like I said, the thing I was making fun of is the is the journalist, the person that actually said, "Well, I could find this person that got a degree in engineering and was eighty thousand dollars in debt um, because that would make a compelling story if they can't get hired." But engineers are in demand, so I can't find anyone that suits that. So if you're, you're 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 doing a story about how in debt people are, and you find a guy that has, I don't want to say nothing because twenty thousand dollars is a lot of money, but it is Correct. relatively small when it comes to student debt. And then he has a useless degree. Why? Yes, but it's relatively large for what literary majors get paid. Uh, True. That's, that's <laughs> well, it's, you, you need you need about two lifetimes of literary majors to make that kind of money back. You know what I'm saying? There's <laughs> there's there's seven writers who are millionaires. And, and and the rest who, you know, are driving Uber at night. It's kinda like stand up comedy, you know? There's well, there's there's people that have massive specials uh, or y- y- you know, they're they're late night talk shows, and then there's people that go on late night and then are doing the same bar shows as me the next night. And you, you know, I, I'm buying them shot and beers because they're kind of in between paychecks and shit. Oh, let me tell you a story very quick. I don't want to use the person's name because that's not fair. I was doing this shitty, um, small... I'm I'm not going to give any details because there's no point in shitting on anyone or I'm not that kind of person. I was doing a very small, shitty room in uh, uh, this town. 
and uh, in the Midwest, it's it's uh, South Midwest. So um, I'm doing it, and the owner's talking to me. Nice guy, kind of annoying. He's the guy that talks during the other comedian, and it's like it's a small room, so he's trying to talk to me, and I'm trying to watch the other comic to see what his act like. Yeah, so I don't do and it's just one thing if they if they want to say a few words, you know what I mean, a few sentences back and forth, right. and, and then he we just go wants back to, to yeah, talk. yeah, yeah. But one thing this guy brought up is again, this room is small, um, f- I, I, like forty people sells it out. It's a small room. So one of my shows had 30 yeah, people in it. everybody can hear him at that point. Yeah. Exactly. So one of my shows, the Saturday show, had 30 people, the early show. Set, and it was great. Like, you think, 30 people, that's small. But in a 40-seat room, it's, no, it's yeah, beautiful. No, I've, I've, definitely, I've done rooms like that. Yeah, if it's a small enough room, uh, 10 can feel like a lot out here, man. We, there's some small fucking exactly. rooms. Exactly. So a, the owner starts telling me, and he showed me. He showed me a message on his phone. A guy that had just been on... Uh, and it was a name, not not like a nobody that had just done it, but a guy that was on Last Comic Standing early on when it meant something was contacting him like, hey, I really want to do your room. And he's like, my room's only 30 chairs. You're not going to make any money. He's like, doesn't matter. I want to do it. And I'm sitting there in my head going, I am literally doing the same room as a guy that was on a right. season for like a long time. Not just like a, you yeah. know, a Comedy Central Presents for seven minutes, but a serial on NBC. And this person was on... Eight of the ten episodes or something like that. People knew who this person was, and we're fighting for the same stage time. I'm like, that is fucked up. Yeah, it's it's, it's wild, man. It, and um, that being said, he, he makes about a thousand times as much as the uh, third richest guy with the literary major from, from that kid's <laughs> university, or, or any university for that matter. Well, let, let me let me let me uh, ask you if you are willing to go personal on this. Um, you don't have to be specific, but if I remember correctly, you have a degree in—is it journalism? No, marketing. Oh, okay. I did you did you take any journalism things? No, 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 no journalism. Oh, oh see, I'm drunk. I guess I, I guess I don't. But when you took like my wife has her master's. That's even better that it's marketing because my wife has her master's degree in marketing, and she has a good job. Like you have an employable degree, you do. It's, it's still not great. Yeah, it's it's not it's not up there with like real real degrees. It's sort of in that middle ground kind of thing. Like there's, but there's definitely a lot of good jobs for marketing. There, there is. Right. I'm not. I haven't. You're not pursuing, pursuing any it. Of those but I'm just jobs, saying. But, yeah. Is your debt? Do you do you still have student debt that you pay yeah, off? Yeah, yeah. I, st- I still got student loans to pay. Well, off. see, yeah, there you go. That, yeah, like yeah. you have a degree that is at least. You could pursue it if you could right. find it's, something it's that could work with your comedy related. schedule. Yeah, yeah it's busy. and th- so they could have done a, a, a thing on you. This this reporter could have said, "Hey, this is Jake Vevra. He has a degree in marketing." And I, I, sure. I, I don't know why I thought it was journalism, but either way, I remember when you did get to New York, you applied, you put up a resume at a few places. None of them could meet your schedule, and you didn't have experience, so they didn't. You know, is that that you need experience to get right. experience? Yeah, that. yeah. I remember all that. But it's it's like they could have this reporter could have done a story on you when it comes to student debt. This person has a degree that is employable. Maybe not for the. Was you know, he was he trying to make this guy look like a jackass? Because it's showing him riding a fucking elephant with a stupid grin on his face. Like it, I think it, so. It's just, I think it's. I think he's trying to make him look like an asshole. Oh, trolling him like. Yeah. <laughs> I think if, if that was the case, it's very very subtle because the article seemed somewhat serious. Well, it should show him looking sad, not riding an elephant with a big smile on his face. He's doing better than people that stayed here working jobs that they hate. He's well, that, on a that's the whole point of the article. India smiling. 
the art, the point of the article is, is people are leaving uh, America for Indian to, India to escape their debt. He's like, I love uh, riding uh, elephants and looking at tigers. He he blew off his student debt. He escaped. He's like, fuck you. You can't blow up my phone. He just left. And the interesting thing to me is always. Let me do a horrible comparison, a horrible comparison. Um, what happens when these people want to come home? What happens if they get tired? Like the comparison I'm thinking is uh, the people that run off and join ISIS and go, ooh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Because, yeah, you can go to India and it's well, fun to— I don't to- think that it didn't look like that elephant was strapped <laughs> with C4. I think he I'm was just, just saying, out there having a good time. When you get to India, it might be fun to shit in a uh, bucket for a little while. Uh, but uh, sooner or later, you, you, you're going to want to, uh, you know— I don't know, modernize? Not that it, it, India is very modern in, in the cities, but... Uh, well, there's parts that are. I doubt he's I doubt he's living, uh, you, you know, like the kid at the beginning, a slumdog millionaire. He's probably <laughs> a little a little tiny towards the end-ish. True, true, true. But I'm just saying, like, what happens when they do want to come home, no matter what? You're, you're kind of fucked at that point. You, you are no, kind of... No, you can of... stick it back in. They'll just, they'll just fucking garnish your wages, man. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it depends. No, right? yeah, that's what happens. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, True personal story. experience. Yep, yep. All right, let's move on to another story. Um, which one did I? Oh, we already talked about Mount Everest. Uh, oh, this one was just a little fun one. I don't really have anything to say on this one, but man dies on plane after ingesting two hundred and forty-six uh, cocaine bags. A uh, guy was going to take co- cocaine from Mexico to Japan. I want. What I want to know he is how also big are these climbing mountains, and no one gives a fuck about him. <laughs> what I want to know is this guy's uh, my hero. He died climbing the mountains. I love. <laughs> how big are these two hundred and forty-six bags? That's what I want to know because it says bags. It doesn't say balloons. Yeah, balloons. You can yeah. get a little. I always love when when people that don't do drugs write articles about them. You know, it's like what? Well, no, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta know. I gotta know uh, sizes. But yeah, oh, it's even in there. If, I found it. Two point five centimeters long and one centimeter wide. If you're gonna, that's really small. I, I suppose you yeah, could get two hundred. It's, co- it's probably like a gram or something in each one. I, I don't know. Why wouldn't you just swallow five bags or bigger? Like it, it's just something you haven't heard. Of. The reason I liked it is because you haven't heard of mules smuggling, you know, heroin or coke in their body for quite a while. But apparently, it's still a thing. Uh, oh, it's totally still a thing. Yeah, d- doesn't work out well for the. How do you think I've been paying off my student loans? It hasn't been <laughs> happening with comedy. Uh, yeah, I just the way, the way I looked at it is you got to die of something. I, sometimes I send you stories uh, because they they strike me in the moment as being interesting, and then when we click on them later, I'm like, well, I don't have anything interesting to say about that because the last story I sent you is, uh, I guess there are bigots that are boycotting Wrangler jeans because uh, they ha- they they decided to have a rapper endorse Wrangler jeans. I remember when this... Okay, so a few weeks ago, I remember hearing about this. I can't find... Little Nas X. I don't know who that is. Little Little Nas X. A few weeks ago, I heard controversy because he wrote a country tune, and Billboard refused to... It was very, very popular, but the, the Billboard refused to put it on the country charts because he's not a country artist. He is a rap artist. Well, now Wrangler has said, well, this guy wrote a country song. He should promote Wrangler jeans. And uh, <laughs> people started tweeting that they were going to boycott Wrangler because little Nas X is now... <laughs> I just think it's a disgrace to Wranglers and country music. One user commented on a Wrangler's Instagram announcement. We won't be buying Wrangler jeans anymore. I thought this was a jean for the Western lifestyle, not to sell out with a, to a no-name rapper. 
I, I take a very strange stance on this. I I'm against both people on both sides of this argument. Um, I I'm Ooh. only on the sides of I of do people. tell. Who don't give a fuck about this at all. Oh, see, um, okay, we're on the same side, because my, my whole point for this, when I saw it, was I wish I had that much time in my life to be upset about one person getting an endorsement for a pair of jeans. I The people that are tweeting and are angry about this, I wish I had their time on my hands. Well, because, but see, neither, but I'm also, like, I, I'm sort of on their side, too, though. Like, because here's, I see both sides of this, you know, and, and that's why... I, I, I both sides can kind of fuck off a little bit. Um, so on one hand, the people that don't like this guy because they're saying, "Well, it's not country music." Well, they're they're right. It's not. Have you heard the song? I haven't. It's, they say it's, it's a country a, song, but it's well, they say wrong. It's a rap song. Listen to the song. It's it's uh, the guy's rapping about a horse. That's it. Okay. Like, <laughs> if I was getting endorsed by those, uh, like, flat brimmed hats that still have the stickers on the side, or like FUBU or something, because I wrote a quote rap song that was, that had string guitar to it, and I was just going, I like bitches and hoes and money and rims, and I love gin and juice. Hee-haw! Like, if that was the whole song, you know, like, if it was all like that, and people were like, Fuck this guy. He's not rap music. He's singing a country song about rap music stuff. They would absolutely be right, you know? And and I think the people would be wrong. Like, because some people are saying people are only upset about this because it's a black man singing country music. They're racist and they're bigots, and it's like, uh, bullshit. A, uh, what, what's his name? From, from Hootie and the Blowfish. Darius uh, Rucker. Darius Rucker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no boycotts over him. Why? Because he sings country music. <laughs> he did a country <laughs> album, yes. Listen to But Lil did he get Nas. an endorsement if from Wrangler Jeans? You, if the name Little Nas X doesn't tip you off that it's not a country song, l- listen to the song. It's not a country song. It's clearly a rap song, right? Um, Quick interruption. But, you know who else did a country album, I believe? Who? Lionel Richie. Okay, I would have to listen to it. Yeah, no, it but no one like protested. Country, People liked it. Totally, but right? Did it have string guitars and shit, or was it going boom, 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 boom? If it sounds like that, they're not gonna like. It's not country. Music, you know what I mean? Like, and so I get the people that are saying it's not. The people that are calling them racist can shove it up their fucking ass because if I if I made that country song about rap music stuff and people complained. You know, I then I would be wrong if I was going. Ah, you just don't like Whitey, do you, Farrakhan? Huh? Go blow <laughs> Farrakhan. You know, completely ignoring the fact that they didn't bitch about Eminem. You know what I mean? These same people that are getting mad at me, right? So that's one side. However, on the other hand, um, if people wanted to somehow say that, like I, I shouldn't be on like a like a rap, you know, Billboard top whatever list. They would kind of be wrong too, because like if if I wrote the the um, the country song about rap music stuff about just general rap music topics that are sung about rap music, and people were calling up radio stations that that play hip hop and requesting my banjo strumming uh, sister fucking melody about 
ghetto stuff. Like if if they're if they're requesting it and they're playing it all over those stations. If if Urban One Hundred whatever is is just is bumping my country ass song about. Well, then I I am I am a top played guy on play on stations that play rap. So yeah, I I, I guess I'm getting sponsored. Like like people that listen to that music and places that play that music are playing my shit. So no matter how much it doesn't sound like it. It is. It is what it is, you know. And so there, people that are bitching and saying it's not rap or it's not country, they're they're right. Uh, people saying that he shouldn't get any recognition as like a, a musician in that genre, they're kind of wrong, man. It's 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 definitely much. It's it's a cross genre thing. And even saying cross genre is pretty fucking generous because if you listen to the song, it it's it's a rap song, man. I know uh, Billy Ray Cyrus did a version of it too. Even his stuff sounds like rap. The people that are calling it racist, if even if I, if somebody as pasty as myself wrote that same song with that same beat underneath, they'd be bitching about it. I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it doesn't sound like country music at all. But he's getting played on country stations, so that's part of it. And yeah, so of course he's going to get in, um, endorsed by Wrangler. He dresses in cowboy hats. He's wearing Wranglers. He sings about Wrangler in the song. Why would they not? Oh, endorse that's him? why they did it right yes. there. They're they're, they're sings, not trying they to ex- they're not trying to sell to to white people. They're trying to expand to black people. They're very smart. They're no I, I, both. I mean, they're trying. This is a popular song with white people, black people, brown people, uh, trans people. Everybody is like, like it's a, a fucking popular song, man. With uh, yeah, kind of across genres, so. It, it you it's it's sort of getting a little bit of everybody, man, it, and it, you know so that's where the and he sings about Wrangler in the fucking song. So people bitching that he got the endorsement. Well, he's getting played on country stations, dude. So love it or hate it, and again, I get why you would hate the song as a country fan. I'm not a fan of country music or rap music. I don't have a dog in this fucking fight. I'm just saying it sounds like rap, not country. That being said, you can't completely write it off from that genre and, and from uh, just, just sort of the, the the press that a big like Willie Nelson song would get because the same stations that would play maybe like a – maybe not Willie Nelson now because that's more like classic country, but um, – you know, fuck! I can't even name a new country guy. Uh, Toby Keith. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Neither they're, can they're, I. He's he's well, even nineties and early two thousands now. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fucking. But but that's the thing is is a lot a lot of the new country music. It, well, it's it called has, they, they call it hick hock. Hick hock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking. You know. Or hick hock. I mean, and, so, and they kind of they kind of rhyme to a country beat. This guy kind of rhymed to a rap beat just while singing about country shit. And so I, I get people saying that it's not country, but it's it's the genres are kind of blending, dude. So um, he's getting played by the country station. So hate it all you want to, but he's getting played on those channels. If I get played on hip-hop channels with a string guitar and, you, you know, spoons and banjos while fucking my sister, but, but you know, singing about gin and juice. Um, I'm sorry, I got played a million fucking times on those things, and, uh, you, you know, so I, I'm going to be on the hip-hop charts. That's just the way that works. I, I, I'm glad you have knowledge of this, because I didn't. My, my whole take on it literally was, I don't care who Wrangler hires to endorse them, 
And anybody that complains, you have too much time on your hands. Because to me, when I see someone endorsing anything, I just look at them and go, eh. And then I move on with my life. I, I don't well, think and I... they're ignoring the fact that he's he, they sing, he sings about Wrangler in the song. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to go uh, completely uh, sideways off topic with because you said something. You, you mentioned FUBU in passing. Sure. I, pro- I don't know if I've ever told you the story, but the instant you said FUBU, something popped into my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm clueless. I'm going to fully admit that. I don't know what the kids are into. I don't pay attention to popular culture. I don't pay attention to anything. I am old and out of touch. And I've been old and out of touch for a while. Now I am really old. But in the 2000s, when I lived in Los Angeles... I would shop at TJ Maxx and Marshalls or whatever, you know, discount clothing stores because I was poor. I'm still kind of poor, but, you know, I I was a poor comic in Los Angeles. And uh, one day I'm just like, oh, I need some new gym shorts and a gym T-shirt and whatever. I just need some shitty clothes. Uh, So I go to to TJ Maxx or Marshalls or wherever, and the cheapest shit is all FUBU. So I just buy some. Because yeah. I have no clue what it is. And so I'm wearing this FUBU <laughs> shit to the gym for quite oh, a while awesome. until I can't remember if it was one of my friends that told me. But I did every so often get a look. Not a lot. That's amazing. It was very rarely judgmental. It was usually a double take like, huh? And, and I remember just once a guy staring at me, not angrily, just sort of just staring. at me. It was a black guy just staring at me. And then I can't remember who explained to me what FUBU was, but I had been wearing it for several months at that point, just completely clueless that I was wearing Urban. Well, and it really used to throw people off because at the same time you had the FUBU stuff on, you had a Confederate head, flag headband on. You know right. what I mean? And people were like, well, what's with the, well, what about the headband? And you're like, what? I, I love I love this shirt and I love the Dukes of Hazzard. I, what's the problem here? Oh, well, I do have uh, something exciting to tell you as we sign off. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. Tales of Sex and Incest is now following me on Tumblr. Because I clicked that goddamn gay rough sex link as a joke. Tales now, of Sex and Incest, huh? <laughs> Tales of Sex and Incest is now following me on Tumblr. I really hope it's 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 hosted by the same zombie that I'm did not Tales clicking from the Crypt. this one. You know <laughs> Tales from Sex and Incest. <laughs> I I would dude, I would I would watch I would watch an incest porn if the Crypt Keeper was in it. That would be fucking amazing. <laughs> if he was the creepy cameraman that's holding it and doing commentary. Yes, you like it, don't you? You love that. Banging your own first cousin to that banjo strum. <laughs> that would well, be amazing. Considering I clicked on rough gay sex and the first thing I saw was a dude fucking a woman, I'm going to go ahead and guess that if I clicked on the incest one, I it's gonna probably would. It's, it's going to be all interracial porn. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the pole as far as you can get from incest. Like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Not unless she's got Phil Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll keep uh, the next few spam emails I get uh, telling me who's following. I'll, I'll keep track of them and see if anybody... Intru- but that's how fast it was. I, uh, 30, 30 minutes ago, I clicked on, oh, Rough Gay Sex is following me. Let's see what this is all about. And within 30 minutes, I've got incest following me. So so I'm growing my Tumblr fan base, uh, uh, Jake, and listeners. I'm see, growing I, next, my... next step, you click on that, Kevin Spacey's going to be following me. It's going to get worse <laughs> and worse every time. 
So if uh, any of you listeners are out there uh, into Tumblr, you can follow me too. You can also visit jakevevra.com or nathantimmel.com. And uh, if you're an Asian-American listening, please go buy FUBU uh, products because that's what it's for. It's for Asians. Bye-bye. Later. Later.